welcome to this episode of Healing Through Talks. We're going to freestyle off the top of the dome. We got Lex from Black Ascension Groups. We got Bar Babes. And we got Sheba Kida. And we got the one and only Krishana. So let's go. What, what's the topic, y'all? <laughs> woo <Woo-woo>! woo! <laughs> what are we going to talk about? Okay, so I have a question. How many men we have on the line tonight? Mm-hmm. This one? One so far. One's logging okay. in, so we'll have two. Okay. Okay, because I'm wondering, is marriage still something that black men care about? Because it seems like it may be more beneficial to the woman than it is for the man. That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Lex? I'd like to know from a man's perspective, how beneficial is it for the man to be married? I'm sorry, what was the question? It's kind of dim. What was the, uh, yeah. She said, is marriage still beneficial to the men? Do you, or is that what, say it again, speak up, Kita. I'm sorry, I was saying that, um, is marriage beneficial in your opinion? Is marriage beneficial for the men? Because I know how beneficial it can be for the woman, but is it beneficial for the men? That's a wonderful question. Because now that when you said in those lights, and um, my feelings, and uh, I'm an Aquarius, as some of you all know, and a male Aquarius at that, so that means I know how to dissect my personal feelings from just tr- truth. So I want to get married. And I feel like I should because I feel like there will be one person that would, you know, magnify and help me ascend and uh, grow more to myself. With that being said, if I'm being like a man, right, and I, I feel like I'm a man in a certain category, meaning I'm fit, I would consider myself handsome and others. Um, I do well. Are you well endowed? Are you well endowed? <laughs> I am well endowed as well. Okay, okay. I'm just being a <laughs> Besides that, being like near six figures or someone famous, I'm about to work myself to that. But you know, I do well in life. I've got a good career. You know, I I don't have any children. I live alone. I live near a beach. I got I'm got a night. I'm fit. I got like eight percent body fat. I, I abs. All that stuff. I work. With, well endowed I feel that and I've lived that life but I feel that to answer the question that in this space and time marriage isn't conductive to the man because one women you guys don't really bring a whole lot you're trying to now because you're really learning yourself but there's a time and period where we've you've stepped away what femininity was so you don't cook better than us anymore so the way through a man's heart it's through your stomach where you're not providing that. We cook better than you now. We don't need you there. <laughs> we don't need you there. I'm saying that's one aspect. That, let's say financially, 
well, your money isn't our money. Like, our money is your money. We spend money you do, and let's say the man's supposed to provide everything, but you still have a job. Well, you don't share your money with us. That's your money. So that doesn't help us. We don't care about that. That's why we don't care about PhDs and money, because you don't share that with us. And then what's left over? Not much. And you may come with some baggage. So, in 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 a way, this day and age, if I had to answer the question, it's marriage. When we could do something to make because he has his plethora of whatever he wants, whatever he wants. If he's, and I would say, what this category I painted for myself, where you know, like you don't have to, you know, handsome, this, that, wealth, all that stuff. Um, and don't let the guy be rich. I mean, you then scam over. Why would he get married? Um, unless he wants children. And that's a different story. Like, I don't have children, so it makes sense. Like, I don't get married. I want to have, you know, children out of wedlock and stuff like that. I want to adhere to that. Until then, let's just say until then, marriage doesn't make sense, I guess, to that individual. Yeah. I, I, I asked that question because I feel like it's so crazy right because don't get me wrong of course you know i i am so for marriage um but i know how it benefits us and a lot of times women will take advantage of the fact that it benefits us and when the divorce goes down if it goes down i'm seeing too many horrible divorces with a man loses everything so it's like that i think i think that scares a lot of black men and a lot of black men like look at diddy diddy still never got married you know, so I just thought that was interesting. But thanks for answering. But you know that Diddy, you know that Diddy goes both ways. He he he's been openly exposed as getting down with the busy brigade. <laughs> so I don't really see. But that doesn't stop him from you know having a woman. Look, he was with Cassie for all them years while he was getting busted down. <laughs> you know, I'm sure she would have married him, but busty and all. <laughs> That's true. She don't need his bussy. It's like, nah, I'm just kidding. Let me stop. <laughs> no, bussy, no. <laughs> no. So, <laughs> so ask, ask the question again. Um, just because we got some new callers who came in. If you could ask the question again. I'm not going to repeat what my response was. No, no, she could just ask the question again because we have more people. That was an awesome response. Right. But but we have four more people who came in, so just re-ask the question. Okay, so no, the question was, um, I know how beneficial marriage can be for the woman, but in today's society for black men, is marriage beneficial for the man? If so, how? And if you listen to my answer, this is going to be up an anchor. Just rewind like five or so minutes before this. Okay. Uh, does any other... other gentleman, they can ask, answer that question in their way. Or even from a female's perspective, but this is asking to a male's perspective. <clears throat> my answer in a nutshell, if you're a man at a certain level visually and maybe successfully no and if you have no children no because you had to be provided something 
you have right. to get you know, have to give something. Like it's not just because you want to get married. What are you giving in return? I want children. Provide mm-hmm. that if you need to. Your money is not my money. My money is your money. Not the other way around. Like what can you provide to me? Women lost that. They used to be proud with food and cooking, but we cook better than you now because you lost that pride. Well, maybe a young one. I don't know. My mother's had it. But the the, the people now and the men don't have it. Men, we have, I, my process, I learned how to cook on my own because women just, just did not. Mm. You guys don't take pride in it anymore. You want us to actually share the kitchen with you. Let's cook together. I agree with that because if a man is not if a man is not financially stable enough to where he can manage most of the bills himself, why should I do all the cooking? If I have to go and work outside the home, then yeah, you you might need to pick up the, you know pick up some of the responsibilities at home because I'm I'm doing other duties in addition to that. That's why I'm doing what? other duties in addition to that. I'm paying for everything. And, and you might pay for one extra thing. Great. Now you want me to do everything else for you? I'm still being the man that I'm you desire to see. I'm protecting. What's that? I'm a little confused. Well, what was the question? No, I was saying that if, if a woman, ha- if, if you're going to be the main provider, right? And the woman doesn't have to pay for, you know, the bills and the house and things like that, then, yeah, you know, she should be doing all the cooking. But if she has to work outside the home and contribute to the household bills, then, yeah, I think that the household chores, like cooking and cleaning, should get divided between the two of you, no? He's still doing other man stuff. That's my opinion. But you're not, but that doesn't so make sense. Okay, okay. Answer the question. Oh, okay. Picking out the garbage? Can, 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 I throw, can I throw you a assist there? Yeah, go ahead, bro. Okay. So, as a person that was married for 10 years and divorced, um, I was yeah. in a situation where, um, I'm sorry? What is? What's your name? This is Kelvin. <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, hey Kelvin. You just sounded like a new name. Go ahead. When I chimed in, y'all, y'all were already in the midst of the conversation. That's when you react the question. So, I was married for ten years. Um, I got divorced, and my scenario: the first five years of the marriage, my ex-wife was a housewife. She did not have to work. She chose to work because she didn't want to do the housework, and she felt like it was old school. So be it. Aww. No problem. Even when she started working, when she started working, the bills did not get a 50-50 split. The only bill she picked up, because I could not afford to do that, was a daycare bill. Everything else, because she wanted to work. So, and the kids, when she started working, were young. They were like three and two. So, I could not put that bill for toddlers to go to daycare. So, that was the only bill she had to pay. I had two car notes. I had all the utilities and the mortgage. 
she did not want to cook. She did not want to clean. Also, on top of that, I am a, I've done, I do electrician by trade. I'm an electrician by trade. My dad's a mechanic and my stepdad's a plumber. I've never called anybody to come and work on my house. In that process, I had, she's never, even to this day, even as my ex-wife, never had to take her car to a serviceman because I fixed her car. Never had to, never had to paint anything, never had to cut grass, never had to do anything. And on top of that, I know how to commit to that, that women need to adhere to their responsibilities. Just because it hasn't been brought up currently, but it will get brought up. So do your duties in the meantime until it gets brought up. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Can I say something? This is Rashida. Hold on. Can I say something? Let me, because I want to, I want to sit my girl on this. We had sisters. We playing basketball and all. Let me, let me talk. 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 Wait a minute. Hold on. Let me put it this way. Is it how we, wait a minute. Let me ask this question. Is that how we're selecting our mate? Because the women that's on this line are real women who were raised from the old school. So will you okay. take them big booty Judy or light skin or light skin um Because <laughs> sometimes y'all make selections based on looks because men are very visual and because she got the look the look that you wanna have on your shoulder, you don't check the qualifications of her womanhood. That's not all okay. our fault, because all the women on this line don't mind. I can cook and I don't mind assisting my man. I don't mean to sound all hostile and aggressive. I'm just saying it's the selection process. Right. Now, 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 that's very fair. But just like how women will say that once he got me, he stopped doing certain things, it also happens on the reverse end. Women do the same thing. So in the initial phases, mm-hmm. a woman may appear to be a certain way. And then Thank once you. she gets comfortable, she goes away from those things, just like how women say Men do the same thing when it comes to, oh, he doesn't open car doors for me. He doesn't uh, compliment me. He doesn't do this. In the beginning stages, they all put on this facade like, oh, I'll cook for you, have this destiny child cater to you, mindset, and then they go away from it. So it's not simply just somebody saying a big booty duty because a lot is when, if you go back to the original question, when you said that does it benefit a black man to get married? If you go back to that, then the reason it doesn't is because of the big booty jewels. What benefit is it if we can go and do all the things for ourselves and big booty jewels right there to just thank you? What's the benefit if she's there to do the one thing we can't do for ourselves? Mm, Damn. Thank you. I had to learn the hard way. Mm-hmm. 
and that messes you up. So once you once you pick wrong and you wind up with children, you know that automatically gives you like this, you know, like your brand is polite. Oh, you have children, correct? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> And those be some really good women. Like, I listen to Jason Black thoroughly every week, twice a week. And I love that man. I don't know if y'all listen to him, but he be kicking single mother's asses, okay? <laughs> and I, and I, I don't agree with it 100%. Not 100%. Because, yeah, we made mistakes, but that doesn't mean that we're not good women just because we have children with someone else. And then it's, you know, you're just left hanging and have to choose between what? Uh-uh, I love you by myself. That's <laughs> <laughs> the same thing it goes. So with me, I have two children. But in a scenario like mine, and I, and I can hear that the other gentleman had something similar because he had stuff on too. But I, if, if, I have, if I have a six-figure income, I have my own house, I have multiple cars, I have my kids taken care of, and I'm a provider for my kids. I have my, I don't have my kids every other weekend or anything like that. I have to split down the middle. If I have all these things going on for myself, it's what really is the benefit for me? What is the benefit, yeah? Well, right, yeah, and you have to come with like a job application. You have to have a resume. Like, what are you going to provide? I'm it's like a job. They're going to hire you unless you say, what are you going to give me in return? So if I can do the things that you're saying you're going to do or you haven't done, then why do I need that? You have to provide something. You have to tell them, hey, I'm going to take this workload off of you. I'm going to take this workload off of you and this workload off of you. In return, give me this uh, I take this workload off of me or whatever, provide this and provide that. If you can do that, then we have a mutual agreement. But the funny thing is women, like the gentleman just said, like women will say, like he said earlier, that um, they'll say all these promises. Oh, I'll cook, I'll do this, this and that, I'll do line, this and that. And then once they start implementing that, oh, if this is too much work, can you help me? Well, hold on. Well, hold on. You, oh, you said an obligation that you're now canceling that. And now you want me to do half the workload, but I had an expectation that you're going to do that. And I said I was going to exchange an expectation. I'm going to, we mutually agree that this expectation is going to be compensated through this way of me. So like when the gentleman said earlier, I'm going to take your car in. I'm going to drive everywhere. I'm going to do this, do that, do that. Now, let's just, you don't have to ever worry about getting stuff fixed, but I may not be a mechanic, but I'll take it into the mechanic. You get what I'm saying? But that's just mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. that happened now, and you have to cook all of it every day, but because that hasn't happened now, he then don't get to say, well, let's re-engage the thing that I agreed to. No, that's definitely not fair. But I do want to add, that's a very mature way to go about relationships, and we should be going about relationships in that way, but I don't think most of us do that. I think a lot of times we just, you know, we're... We're dating, you know, we talk about, oh, you know, a couple of things we want and what we want in our lives. And I don't think we really come to the table like we should. Like, okay, so this is what I'm expecting of you. This is what I'm expecting of you. And, and it's like a contract, like a real contract. Like, this is what we, because I think if we went about it the way that you're saying, I think we would be better off. 
Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. And this is the issue, though. I feel like men, we do come in with our contract, and if we both sign the line, I feel that women start wanting to re-engage the contract. I don't think so. A lot of men don't know how to be honest. Oh, I, 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 don't want, I don't want to do this now. I don't want to do this. This is too much work doing this now. Mm-hmm. And we're renegotiating what we discussed early on. Oh, I didn't realize this is going to be quote-unquote more work than what you're doing. Can we renegotiate the contract? <laughs> Guys, we take pride in being a man. So whatever it is, we're going to... Even if we dislike it, we held our word as a man, so we're going to do what we dislike and shut the fuck up about it. Um, hmm. Yeah. But then also, too, then also, too, if, you, if, you, if, you, if you both sat down and made in a contract, it, the women, and women, and we as women, you get sick all the time. But if you have a down sick, what is that noise? Sorry, I'm making oh, okay. on mute. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, but uh, if you if, if you're if you're committing to a contract on agreement as a woman, yeah, we can be we we do have sickly tendencies. I'll admit that. But also, as a woman, that's when we have to evaluate. It's okay. Let's make it six months. After six months, if we need to renegotiate that contract, then fine. But we have to commit to what we agree to. We feel like, well, I committed in the beginning. That was too much. I want to change it in their play, and that's what confuses the men. That's what makes them frustrated. That's what makes them doubtful and antsy. And be like, well, now your word means nothing because, like, I was always taught, man's right. word or person's word, word is their bond, and right. so well, it should be. I don't word. Word. How, how can I trust and, you? Well, I mean, if if I could, if I could say, I, I know before coronavirus, uh, vision board parties were like a thing. Um, and if you personally have a vision board for yourself of where you envision yourself to be, like, uh, I know when 2020 kicked in, I went to a vision board party and we, where everybody was doing this vision board thing of how they wanted 2020 to play out. Now, 2020 hasn't gone exactly how anybody planned it for the deep. However, my only reason I'm bringing up the vision board is because your personal goals should line up to your relationship goals. So if you have somebody that has a vision for themselves and you have a vision for yourself, you should be able to see each other's board and be able to create a board together. That's how you get to what you're saying, the six-month thing or the one-year thing. And you can discuss the responsibilities and the roles and how how things are going, like having, like, relationship updates. It's almost like conducting a meeting and at work when... You, you go through uh, different meetings at your job when there's changes or there's things about to be new or something is going on, and you go over it and for said keep a healthy relationship at work. But at home, I think we just go through the motions a lot, and then we tend to forget. And the thing about men versus women is a man will express himself only but so much before he starts to internalize it because he begins to feel like he's being ignored. Whereas a woman will keep on saying over and over and over and over and to the point where for a man it could be it could be overbearing. Where it's a, a, a man does not have the room to complain in the same light of uh, as a woman does. 
And then when a woman complains to a man, a man is automatically, a man that truly loves that woman is taking everything. Well, I know in my scenario, I did, did everything I possibly could, could to try to make her happy to the point that I couldn't bear anymore. Like, okay, this is too much. I can't do this. I can't make you happy. I had to come to that realization and say, all right, I had to walk away from this because nothing that I do is going to make this person happy. But right. all I'm saying is, uh, over the, 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 when we're talking relationships, um, we, we, and mental health, another thing that keeps coming up, and men being more expressive, and you hear the, 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 the term toxic masculinity. But what about toxic femininity that creates some of the toxic masculinity? Because it's a balance. It's, it's a yin and a yang. But Thank you. only masculinity gets talked about. Right. They skew it to us. They skew it. To, to, you said it perfectly. You said it so perfectly. <laughs> but we, when you said, we don't, as men, we don't have the room to complain. We don't complain to you, women. We just take it and we do what we need to do. You complain about everything from your job to your responsibilities as being a female. No man has ever complained to you about being a man to you. So now, like the gentleman just said, now you're complaining. Now guess what we are? Problem solvers. So now we want to solve your complaint of something you said you were going to do for us anyway. I wanted to add in that I this has always been my thing with men and femininity. Do you really understand what it means to have a feminine energy? So when men complain about the way a woman's being in her essence... Look at her. She's talking too much. Her emotions are everywhere. Why isn't she more logical? Why isn't she this? Why isn't she that? My always answer, which is probably cynical, is that if you want a woman without emotions, get a tranny. Because that's what we are. That's our makeup, no. is we are emotional beings. Let me take this real quick. Let me just say my little piece. <laughs> this is what you... We never said that. We understand that the counterbalance to our logic is your emotion. We want that. We want that. However, the difference is you guys think you can lead us based on that. And we're the leaders. So we'll take what you say, then we're going to make a decision and lead. Then you're supposed to support that. The difference is you don't support that. Then you start getting emotional based on the thing we're trying to lead on. And that's the conflict. Hmm. I, I mean, I, I guess the, I mean, the best way for me to explain that is, is a lot of times a lot of a lot of women don't understand it's a time and place. It's not the complaint itself; it's the timing of it. So it could be a situation. Let's just put ourselves in the boat, and it's raining, and it's like at at the time the, the boat we're in the boat and it's raining. You pick the right time to say, oh, my God, I'm wet. And it's like, I know. Okay. I, can, we, can we get to the shore? Thank you. Like, thank you. Like, it's not the time for right now. It's a great example. It, it's not the time. And it's always, it's ill timing. And it's like, okay. And if I respond back with a, 
really? Like, right now? Right. It's like, you're being insensitive. No, you're like, wait a minute. We're all wet. <laughs> Thank you. Can we get off of you for a second? It's Thank not you. solely about you. Mm. Hmm. That's interesting. That was perfect. That's really deep. Perfect. Yeah. Because that was deep. I guess yeah. that ties into how we need to learn how certain times we just need to not, you know, know, know when to be quiet. I've heard that a lot. I've heard a lot of people, men say women don't know when to be quiet. And that could be it. Sometimes you just got to know when to back off. And it also goes by how you were raised, right? Because if you've had male energies, like I've had uncles and boy cousins or older boy cousins and stuff like that, and also male figure friends, where you learn that, that's a, that's a trait you have to learn and you have to be taught that. Because if you're not taught that, then, you're, then as a woman, we automatically feel like, we are supposed to be the center of attention. But if you are taught that when a man is speaking or <clears throat> if it's a situation and he needs to leave, whether it's getting movie tickets or finding a place to park or directions, you know, the simple man stuff. You know what I mean? Let him, let, I mean, if he get lost, then okay, he get lost. You can just stand, you can just stand there and give him the girl care. But, you know, a lot of us aren't taught that because like something um, like you just said, you know what I mean? We were not raised in a certain way to be able to pick a proper mate. And sometimes we weren't raised to be able to be a proper female for a mate. So, again, we're speaking of the generation. We're speaking of as millennials, as, as, as Generation X. And we weren't taught that. Because our parents were worried about what they were going to get out the deal. Or some of our parents could have been on the narcotics. Or could have been teen mothers. And you can't be what you don't see. You can't, you don't know what that looks like. You know what I mean? So now you're trying to figure out life from a place of lack. And now you're playing catch up. Like the gentleman said, now you have baggage. Now you have this. Now you have shortcomings and insecurity. And that's a lot to take in when, one, you're dating, and then, two, when you are preparing for marriage. And there's a process to preparing for marriage. And a lot of us have not taken that process because we don't know about that process. So when we, when people say, oh, let's go to a marriage counselor, the first thing that comes into black couples' minds is, I ain't got no problem. I don't want to see no shrink. But it's not about that. It's preparing you for the life of, of, of from two to one. That means you got to be able to be prepared for that. you got to be a real positive or strong, long, long, long generational relationship to see how that relationship, how relationships go, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And that takes time. That takes discipline. That takes us actually wanting to be taught. We don't want to be taught. We don't want to learn. We don't want to slow ourselves down. And this is why the single rate in the black community is food rules for homosexual and lesbianism is food rules because you telling me you can be comfortable with the same sex, but you can't be comfortable with the opposite sex? It doesn't make right. sense. And I, I love that you brought up um, counseling. Um, to the other gentleman that said that he was married for 10 years and divorced, did you all go to, like, couples counseling and before y'all ended it? Uh, yeah, actually, we did. And I will say that... How long? How long? It, and did you go before I, the marriage? 
No, we did not go before the marriage. And I think that's a good thing that you, you brought that up because it's something that should be brought up um, yes. in the earlier stages. However, I think therapy is also tricky, too, because you got to understand the therapist is just a person with an opinion as well. So you can't live on every word the therapist says, too. So you have to make, you have to just use that, you have to use that, uh, that professional experience to figure out where best suits your relationship and where it's beneficial to you. But when you're sitting there in therapy, you do realize that whatever the session is, whether it be 30 minutes, an hour, two hours, how long, whatever, a weekend retreat, this person is only getting a snapshot of what your day-to-day life is like. So they can't give you a true uh, a true answer on, they, it's just a suggestion. So a lot of times, like I was watching, um, uh, I think my wife and kids had an a, a episode where they had went back and forth to different therapists and one therapist, uh, she liked one therapist, he liked one therapist, then they came to a, 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 a healthy medium with the, with the therapist. I think it has to be one of those things where when it comes to therapy, you got to, therapy has to fit the, 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 the phase of the life that you're actually in and the life that you want. Mm-hmm. And I think that's another thing that um, is hard with relationships as a whole because I really don't think that when people get into these relationships, that they truly know what they want. They just, mm-hmm. I think it's, I, I, I like you, you like me, let's see where this goes, and not enough in the initial stages, where are we going with this and asking the serious, hard-hitting questions. Me knowing what color, what your favorite color is, is really not important. Mm-hmm. Come on now. <laughs> this is church to me. I love this. <laughs> it is. Yeah. Wow. Huh. So what is important? What would you say is some questions that you ask in the favorite color, um, not important, but what would you say are some things that are important to ask as somebody who's been married I before? Think, um, question number one off the top has to be your spiritual value, where you stand spiritually, because that's where your moral compass is always going to be. So if your moral compasses don't line up, then reasoning won't, your reasoning with your partner will never line up. So they're going to try to justify if they if, if somebody who's a who's a, uh, a atheist versus a Christian. Not saying I'm either, uh, but if an atheist lines up with a Christian, the atheist says, "Well, hey, I cheated on you. What's the big deal?" Morally, a Christian won't. What do you mean? What's the big deal? Morally speaking, that's that's a, you're an adulterer. So spiritually, I think that matters because. When it comes down to the things that you do and and the temptations, because everybody's going to be, has going, everybody's going to have temptation at some point. So when that comes up, you're going to have to ask yourself, how is my partner? Can I trust how they're going to respond? And if they're not lined up with you spiritually, you'll never trust them. That's true. That's true. That's true. And then therapy is always there because, again, I've never been married, but I've had friends and no friends that have been married. I have family members who've been married for many years. 
Um, and I'll just use my friend's example. Her and her new husband, which is her only husband, um, they went to couples counseling. And they and she and because she's a therapist herself, she had to pull her little expertise out. And then they had to agree on finding a therapist, and they ended up finding a couple therapist. So a man and a woman who was a therapist who dealt only in relationships and people in, in those in those therapy sessions with poor couples who are in the process of getting married. So it gives you the balance where the man is just like, oh, this woman is just siding with my wife, or this man is just siding with my husband. You had an equal balance. In your therapy session, so one session would be both of you are in the same room. Another session would be the wife would be with the woman and the man would be with the man, and then they would switch and vice versa. And although it was uncomfortable for my friend because she is a licensed therapist, and most of the stuff they were talking about she already knew, she realized she had to pull her own professionalness out of it and realize that she was actually applying her, you know, her skills into her new relationship and her new in the beginning of that new marriage and she realized that and they had to tell her you're putting your professional hat on for a marriage when you shouldn't be you're trying to you're trying to be the therapist in your own marriage and that's just not going to work and you're going to send yourself down a long daunting road and they had that session they ended up eloping where they was in japan but you could tell just by looking they just came back to the states a couple weeks ago but you could tell by looking at them by watching their vibes that that helped and that made all of the difference. Now they still have many, many years ago. He came with baggage. He was already he had already been married and divorced. He had already had he had children prior to meeting my friend. My friend didn't have any children. She was a well established woman. So when it goes to is there a benefit in marrying, that goes twofold because the woman can have everything going on and the man can have those baggage like we put that baggage on single mothers. There are single fathers out there or fathers who have been divorced. And how do you feel about remarrying again? You may be burned out. Like, oh, my last marriage didn't work. None of the marriages is going to work. And now you have a stumbling block on anything future or prior. How do you handle and maneuver through that? Um... So, this to me, right? <laughs> uh, well, it's for, it's for whoever. You don't have to. I'm not putting you on the on the center thing because I guess you're the only one that was married. But, I mean, it can go to anybody who want to answer. Like, therapy is very important personally for individuals, but also for the beginning, during, and after the marriage. So, I mean, so here's my, here's my, my, my take on that. I mean, me being a single dad. And um, I've dated women that have no kids. I've also dated women with kids. Uh, and one thing for certain, two things for sure. The first thing that I always got to take out of my head, especially if I'm dating a woman with kids, is baggage is out of the window. I can't call them. I can't call the extras or the bonuses baggage because it already puts a negative uh, perception in my mind about the things that comes with the person. If, if that's a negative. They are who they are, and they came with what they came with. That is what it is. I, I mean, me just being real, if if I call that baggage, I grew up with a single mother, so I was baggage. So I don't want to. I don't want somebody to think that I was baggage to my mom. So I wouldn't want a woman that I see that has kids to think that I think that their children are baggage, because if I really truly love that woman and I want to be with that woman, then I have to find a way 
to love their, the, what comes with her as well. It's a whole package. But for single so, guys, and I guess Lex is on the line, single guys and single women don't have to. Like, they don't have to. If you're single and you don't have no kids. So let me ask the brother this, because I, have a, I kind of have a different viewpoint on this. Um, because I think it gets down to emotional, right? Baggage is just a word to describe a certain uh, uh, phase of something, right? So let's just, let, let's just recall it something else. Do you think a woman with extra kids, you as a man, you as a provider, that's extra responsibility? No? Mm-hmm. Yep. That, Technically, what baggage is. Baggage is extra responsibility and what we define as the norm. So if a woman has one kid and we define that as the norm, but then a woman's coming with four kids, oh, you're telling me that's not extra baggage? I mean, so I don't know. 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 I had not know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I I don't I know. Uh, well, no, I mean, you know, it's uh, things, you just, it's the same thing. 
Well, basically, you're saying, basically, he's saying, I don't want that baggage. She comes with a dog. I don't want the dog. Well, he's, I think, oh, no, no. It's baggage to me. I mean, that's You wouldn't have accepted that. that came in from we got 15 listeners now so i have a question that came in through the listener panel just to ask the guys on the line um let's see oh okay well i just lost it um oh would you should a person date a married but separated person Mm. that's that's open to everybody Mm. Okay. 
Let's get, I want to get them. Mm. Like, you gonna do it anyway? <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 I'm gonna why are you wait? Why are you gonna say no? Why? I don't want dirt on my spirit or my soul. So I can't with the clear conscience. And it really, I mean, it can have everything to do with spirituality or nothing to do with spirituality. It doesn't matter. For my soul, for my cleansing, I don't, and I'm selfish. I don't want to share you with anybody else outside of what we got going on. Because all that says to me is that if you are or separated from your spouse but you have not got a total divorce then you're in an open relationship and i don't want to be a part of that because that bad that energy that baggage or whatever those issues that's when you have the individual where they're talking about their ex they're treating you like the ex like they're true they're, they're they're projecting the pain that they went through in that marriage on you you should not be dating if you have not you got to close one door before you open another one and sometimes men and i'm not a man but sometimes men don't close the door before they open another one they just have one crack in the drawers and then they sit here running through the next door and women do it too but men are more so to do it i can't do it and have a clear conscience because if me and you are out and we're having the time of our lives and your ex or your current wife or your wife that's in separation pull up on us, I'm treating it like a threat. Because, again, what can I say to her? This is not no ex-girlfriend. This is not an ex-wife. This is a current wife that you have not finished that situation with. Her emotions is on high on uh, 86, or what is it, 38, 36 hot. I'm now on 36 hot because now I'm put in a position as a single woman where now I feel like I'm intruding on that marriage, even if you have been separated. No, I can't do it with the clear conscience. Let me ask you this here uh, to a woman. I mean, um, I want to get the woman's responses. So let's say, let's you get back with the last thing you said. Let's say they're separated and they both recognize they're separated. So it isn't like a man, like the thing you're saying, a man thing over a female doing it. Both are aware of they're separated. Doesn't matter. By law, you're still married. By law, you're still married, and that is still adultery. And when it's time to split those checks and split that house, they can use that against you. I don't care how much they know that or we're not together. When it's time to cut that check and sign that paper of the of the Lord's decree, that person, that spouse to say, hey, on October so-and-so, he was out with this one, and our paperwork wasn't even signed. Now, that's another issue. Or if we're out to dinner and she walked up on us. I don't want to be feeling like I'm the fucking mistress. Fuck out of here. No, I want you to be completely separated from that. Healed from those issues for yourself. Whatever you need to do to heal, you do that healing, and then you come to me as a regular single man. I can't be with you if you're still with her. That's just not going to work. It doesn't work for me. I don't know about other women, but that don't work for me. The healing thing is, uh, that's, 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 yeah, that's an important factor. That, that, that's, that's, why I, that's why I would say no. Because separated, when you're separated, once you get that divorce, it doesn't hit the same. Like separated, it still feels like that door somewhere is somewhat open. Mm-hmm. But once you're divorced, it hit different. So yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't 
I wouldn't advise anybody to mess to mess around with anybody with sex. What do you mean by it hits different? What do you mean? What do you mean by it hits different? Oh, it's like once when you're separated and you still have like so like paperwork, health insurance, uh, the the house, like she said, the house, the cars, all that stuff can still be hung over your head once you're when you're still with a person. Like all the transactions that you make, unless you have a, a, a prenup. Everything that you do while you're still married, separated, while you're separated, can be held against you in the court of law. So once you're divorced and everything is finalized, everything has gone through the court system and every tra- uh, everything has been, all your T's have been crossed and your I's have been dotted, then everything is final. So it's no more uncertainty held over your head. When, when you're in a, separate, in, a, in a situation of separation, Regardless of what it is, there's uncertainty over your head because of, oh, man, I can't go here because she might be here or her friends might be here. So let's go over here. Just so, you know, you just you got to play it too safe. All because of the factors of the legal factors. It doesn't even have to be anything emotional. And then if you add in the emotion to it as well, that's another issue because once you throw the emotion into it, uh, wow, we're really divorced. Like, we're not. We're not legally together. It's, it's the whole thing is, is extremely emotional because things don't pan out the way that you thought it was going to. And it's humbling and it really knocks your ego. For a man, I know it knocked my ego down. Mm. Mm-hmm. It's one of those things of man, uh, man plans, God laughs. So it's like, wow, you know, once you get married and you've actually had these plans and reflect on the marriage and you finally close the book and you look back on it, you're like, wow, when I got married, this was my intent. Well, it, it didn't happen this way. So now what next? Once you're divorced, that what next hits hard. Like, oh, where do I go now? I no longer, like, whether it be, I no longer have to share my life with this person, nor do, I, nor can I use this person as an excuse because a lot of times, I got to use her as a cop-out. I can't mm-hmm. do this. So now that she's no longer there, it's like, okay, you have to be completely solid in all your movements. It's back to square one. Hmm. I'm sure I have something to add that I feel like we're not being totally honest here. How many people we know is separated and seeing other people, that's like the, the the hood thing a lot of black folks do. They get married and they'll be married forever and still and just be dating other people. Mm-hmm. That's a mess. But it happens. Like, sometimes people just don't care to get divorced or they're not in the rush to get a divorce. So they're just supposed to not live their lives because they're not going through with the divorce. I don't know. That's a, that's a gray area for me. And if you notice that those very same people don't have much blessings in their life and they're always going to pay up because you're still now walking in alignment to what you agreed to. Like I always say, I'm not going to get married until I know once I get married is one marriage and it's one and done. Because again, if you know what I mean, it's going to work or it's not going to work. But we're not going to sit here and split. Like I'm not going to be married, but also be single. It sounds like it's, it's very asinine. You know what I mean? I want all my blessings. I don't want a quarter. I don't want a piece. I want the whole ass. But I got and a question. I've never been married. Do you need 
both people to sign on a divorce. And if that's true, there's a lot of times the, the other person probably don't want the divorce. You supposed to just. It depends on the state. It depends on the state. Because certain states, like in uh, up north where we're from, like you have to, like if, if you, let's say you and whoever, you and Mike Joe or whatever, were getting you were divorced. You want a divorce, but Mike didn't want a divorce. He has two years to sign that paperwork. If he doesn't sign that paperwork, that divorce goes through. I mean, goes through. But in North Carolina and in the southern states, if you want a divorce, you both could agree to it, but you have to wait a year before you can file your paper. It's the craziest shit I've ever heard. So they want to give you a year before you file that paperwork to see if that is something you definitely want to do. And in regards to if, like, especially in the South, and I know definitely in North Carolina, if you are caught cheating while you're um, married, it's called um, effect, alienation of affection. Yeah. You can sue the jump off. That's what Fantasia went through. You can sue the, mm-hmm. the person who's having an affair with your mate or your soon-to-be ex-mate, and you can sue for, um, it's called um, alienation of affection. So- and that means that while we were going to, huh? That's different because they was actually not, they wasn't separated. So my thing is, is So my thing is, is, I think that... And so my thing is, is that I think it's mostly emotionally, right? I when uh, when is a marriage over? Is it over just because of the paperwork or emotionally over? So I think that's the question that should be asked. Is not about okay, yeah. If you guys are done, you guys know it's done. Perhaps the paperwork's taking a little longer, whatever the process may be. But you're done. You're as done as done can be. At what point? Do you, you, you don't date till it's done because of the contractual or is that more important than yes. the emotional? So the contract, so you, yes, so the, you map, the contract matters. The license is identical to a business license. And a lot of states hold that. Again, that's what they, that's what the whole loving rule, loving versus Virginia rule is about. It's about once you sign into that marriage license, everything that you and that spouse has become one. And you have to separate that. Like if you had a business partner and y'all wanted to dissolute the business and you needed to split the asset, you have to split that uh, uh, amicably down the middle. That's the same thing for a divorce decree. For those who've been married or the individuals who are on the line that's been married, look at your 
look at your marriage license and then look at your business license. And you will see the identical thread in both of them. They look just alike. And they're treated just the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we have one more question uh, came in. I don't. Did everyone get to answer? By the way. Okay, okay. One more question. Are there any um, married women <laughs> that would be able to answer that? Unless we 